Hey, hey, sister, let's get ready to lace up and level up because we are Hot Girl Walking and Talking. I'm Maggie, your host and hype girl, and y'all, happy Sunday. I am so, so proud of you for being here today. You know what I've noticed? I pay attention to the statistics of the podcast. I like to see when y'all are checking in the most. You know, I just want to keep a pulse on what's going on and when viewership or listening ship is higher or when it's lower. And what I've noticed is that during the week, we're solid. We get tons of listeners, hundreds of listeners every single day. That's amazing. And then you know what happens? The weekend hits and it just just goes right down. So I have a feeling that the reason that happens is because it's the weekend. And usually when it comes to the weekend, we start going out, we're traveling, we're not in our normal routine. And I totally understand that. And I'm also going to challenge you because if the point of you being here is to change your life, to level up, to become that woman that you know you are capable of being, I'm not saying not to take time to enjoy yourself, but understand that the things that you are doing, listening to a 20-minute podcast every day, going for a walk every single day, treating your body well, you don't have to throw that away just because the weekend's here. Even if you're traveling, even if you are away from your house, you're doing things that you're not used to doing, maybe you're in a hotel or you're in Airbnb or whatever it might be, you still deserve to take the time for you so that you don't get back to Monday and feel like you lost all this progress. Because I hear that a lot where women will tell me that they'll do very good during the week, right? They're crushing their workouts, they're crushing their nutrition, everything just seems to be going so great and then Saturday rolls around or Friday night rolls around, their routine gets thrown off and because they're still subconsciously in an all or nothing mindset, they throw it all away. And when we talk about long-term success, it really comes down to creating that balance every single day, seven days a week so that you don't have to feel like the weekends are a time to throw away all your progress or you don't have to feel like guilty just because you're traveling or you're doing something different you deserve to find time and to find a way to build these new habits into your life every single day of the week so if you are that person that feels like the weekend destroys your progress maybe we need to talk maybe we need to break it down a little bit because you don't deserve to go through all of that frustration and all of the roller coasters that come along with being really good during the week and then falling off the wagon on the weekend. I lived like that for years. It gets old. It's frustrating. It's not fun at all. So this is your challenge. If you find yourself maybe avoiding what you need to do on the weekend just because it's the weekend or you're out or you're out of your routine, girl, don't let it happen. You know who you're choosing to become. I ask you this all the time. Who are you choosing to become and how would she act in this moment? And I promise you, she wouldn't just throw away an amazing week just because Friday night rolls around. And I had somebody reach out to me. Actually, I've gotten a couple of messages around this topic specifically, and they were all basically asking for a specific episode on the impact of alcohol in our life. Is is it good to be drinking alcohol? How do we know if we have a problem with drinking alcohol? Uh, And I am going to break that down. I've just been doing a lot of extra research for that episode because I want it to be so crammed 
with all of the knowledge, all of the information, and I want to look at everything. I don't want to just bombard you with a biased opinion. We're going to be very objective about that. So if you've been wondering or if you have sent messages asking about um, an alcohol-specific episode, don't worry, girl, I got you. I'm just building it up a little bit more. So let's get pumped for the rest of today. So today's Sunday. If you're getting ready for the week, maybe you're feeling a little bit anxious about all of the stuff that you have going on this week. And I'm going to ask you to take a deep breath wherever you are right now. If you feel like your shoulders are tense, maybe you're clenching your teeth, you're holding your breath. I need you to relax. Take a deep breath, release your shoulders, unclench your jaw, and understand that you have complete control over how amazing this week is going to be. But there's no point in stressing about it because it hasn't even happened yet. If you are worried or nervous or sweating bullets because you're so worried about all the emails that you have to get back to tomorrow morning, just know that we're not there yet. You can waste all of your weekend fretting about what needs to happen on Monday morning and all that does is waste your weekend. The Sunday scaries are not a real thing. We just make them real by giving them extra attention and telling ourselves that it's something that we need to do. It's something that we need to give into. The Sunday scaries do not have any control over you unless you allow them to. Do you hear me? Are you listening? If you find yourself being stressed out every weekend because of what needs to happen on Monday morning, Monday afternoon, whatever, it's time to brush that off. We don't have room or space for that here because we are focused on becoming our best selves. And one of the things that helps us be our absolute best self is staying present and staying in the moment. And maybe you've never been good, quote unquote, at being present or being mindful or staying in the moment. And this is just a gentle reminder that even if you have struggled with this in the past, it does not mean that you are incapable of learning. And I tell y'all all the time about my own personal experiences with stuff like this. I used to be terrible at being mindful and being present. I was always worried about what was going to happen next. I was always thinking about what I needed to do the next day or the next week. And I could never seem to find myself enjoying the moment. And then what I realized was, as time would go on, I would look back and say, oh my God, I don't even remember being in that moment. I don't even remember being on that vacation or spending time with those people because I was so lost in my anxiety thinking about what was going to happen next. And it's not fun, it's not enjoyable, and it's not what you deserve. And I know this might hurt some feelings, but something that I needed to really learn and understand for myself was that part of the reason that I was so bad at being mindful and that I was so bad at staying in the present was because I kept telling myself that I sucked at it. So the more that I told myself that I sucked and the more that I told myself that I couldn't do it and I was just hopeless, there was no way that I could learn how to be present, of course, my brain was like, oh, okay, that's the kind of person she is. She sucks at not being present. Okay, let's just do more of that. What you think is what you become. And I didn't understand that for most of my life until I took a really hard look 
at my current situation and I realized that the way I felt about myself, the way I felt about relationships with other people, all of these things were a culmination of what I was thinking about myself. What you think you become. And this works both ways. And you know what I've found? When we are stuck in a victim mindset, when we are down and out, when we're not feeling good, when we are just in the dumps and somebody says to us what you think you become, we get very angry at that because you don't want to hear it when you're down and out. Typically, as humans, this is just human instinct, when we are in a dark place or if we're down or if we're just having a really hard time, we want to find something or someone else to blame. Have you ever been around those people who the sky is always falling, they've always got some kind of issue, and then when you ask them about it or you say, how did that happen or what's going on, they always point to someone or something else? It's never about them. They are never the problem. It's always something else. They are so quick to point their fingers. And I'm not saying that outside factors, you know, that they don't have some kind of hand in all of this, but it doesn't matter. What matters is taking control and choosing how to move forward. I know so many people in my life and I've had to separate myself from them because they are always so quick to blame outside factors. They never take responsibility for where they are in life or how they're feeling or what they're doing. They just want everybody else to be at fault and they want to be the victim. I used to surround myself with those people. Those were the people that were closest to me and I realized that it was destroying me. So now I keep those people very far away and some of them were very close to me. So as you can imagine, it's difficult to set boundaries and allow space so that we don't need to be suffocated by these people. Uh, and sometimes they will realize what's going on. They see that you're pushing away. They see that you're being distant and they get very upset about that. And that's okay. At first, I didn't think I'd be able to handle it. And now I realize that I'm not settling for anything less. I don't care how anybody else reacts to it. If I feel like you're threatening my peace or if I feel like you are a consistent victim who will not take responsibility for your life, I don't want anything to do with you. And some people might think that's selfish. You might hear me say that and you might say, well, what if they're family or, or what if you were really close or what if they can't help it? I don't want to hear it. The longer that you allow these people in your life and you allow them to take up space in your heart, in your mind, in your life in general, you are holding yourself back. And in the moment, that might not seem like a big deal. You might say, well, I don't hang out with them that often, so it should be okay. But if you believe in the compound effect, which I am a huge believer in the compound effect, this stuff builds up over time. It is inevitable. Even if you're only spending a little bit of time with these people, it destroys you in the long run. You might not notice it at first, but that's how the compound effect works. You don't notice it until weeks and months and years go by and then you realize that, holy crap, I can't believe I'm in this spot because the compound effect builds over time. So it can work against you or it could work in your favor. If you decide right now that you're going to change your life, you're going to up-level your circle, you are going to become that woman that you know you're meant to be, the compound effect is going to work for you. 
It is going to build over time so that you are surrounded by amazing people, amazing things, amazing opportunities. And again, you're not going to notice it at first. This is one of the biggest reasons that people fail in their health and fitness journey because it's all about compounding over time. If you work out consistently for two or three days, that's great, but it's not going to show you the progress that you're probably thinking that you should see in that time. You don't need two or three workouts. You need two or three weeks of workouts. You need to stay consistent. You need to keep your head down and understand that it's not going to show you amazing results right away. It's going to take time. Greatness does not happen overnight. I know that we are all programmed for the quick fix and the overnight success, but all of that stuff is crap. Neither of those things exist. The only thing that exists is putting the work in and watching success compound over time. Anybody who has lost a whole bunch of weight or has changed their life or has built a successful business, they are all going to tell you that it took time, probably a lot of time. And there were probably so many moments where they wanted to quit. I promise you, every successful person is going to tell you that. And it really makes me wonder, why is it that we can read about every successful person on the planet and they're all going to say the same thing? They're going to say, it took a lot of time. There were plenty of moments where I wanted to quit. There were times where I didn't think that I was moving fast enough or nothing was changing. We can see all of that evidence in all of these successful people and still most people will give up on themselves if they don't reach the level of success that they want after like a week. What is that? Why are we doing that to ourselves? Why are we selling ourselves short? And I think the answer is that we don't trust ourselves. We don't feel good enough about ourselves. We don't think that we deserve success. So even when we start to do the right things and we start to engage in the compound effect, inevitably we give up on ourselves because we don't think we deserve the success. And you might be saying, Maggie, that's not true. I've been begging the universe to drop 20 pounds off my body or I've been begging the universe to build my business for me. Yeah, on the surface, I know that's what you want. But when you really dig deep, do you feel like you deserve that success? If you really sit with yourself and you allow your thoughts to flow, are they positive thoughts or are they self-sabotaging thoughts? And a lot of times, I see this with my clients every single day, a lot of times, those self-sabotaging thoughts, we just get really good at pushing them to the side so they don't pop up right away. But when we sit with ourselves, it's almost inevitable that they show up. So the answer is not to wish for success. The answer is not to continue to say it out loud. I want this or I want this. The answer is to dig deep and really allow yourself to grow and heal so that you don't have those self-sabotaging thoughts anymore, which you know what? They may never go away completely because I still get self-sabotaging thoughts, but the difference now is I don't allow them to stick around. And I know I don't believe them. They pop up because that's our inner mean girl. That's what she does. But we don't need to let them have control. We don't need to let our inner mean girl have the steering wheel. But you gotta be willing to do the work. 
You have to be able to sit with yourself and not want to rip your eyes out. And it's okay if you're not sure how to do this. This is one of the main things that I work on with my clients because I see it all the time. They start to see success in other parts of their life, either in their health journey, their nutrition journey, maybe it's their business. Something starts to take off and is thriving. And then when we have our calls and we're working one-on-one, I will ask them about some of the limiting beliefs that they told me about when we first started working together or some of the issues that they were having with family members. And it happens a lot where it brings up all of this emotion and they say, I didn't even think that was still there. And it was because they were just trying to push it to the side. They were just trying to convince themselves that they didn't need to heal that part of themselves. They thought if I just fix this, or if I just work harder in this area, then I don't need to focus on this other part that really hurts and is really painful. And that just will not fly in the long run. But here's the bottom line, sister. This is a critical piece for becoming that woman that you know you deserve to become. When you think about the absolute best version of yourself, And you can picture exactly who she is, how she talks, how she thinks, what she does, who she hangs out with. I promise you, that version of you has taken the time to sit with those self-sabotaging thoughts. And not only sit with them and just hear them, because most people don't even want to hear them. They will do whatever they can to just push it to the side, run away from it, ignore it. That's not the answer. So it's not only that you need to sit with these thoughts and hear them, You need to start to challenge them. You need to start to push back because if you don't, there's going to be another six months that are going to go by or another year or another five years. And you're going to wonder why you're still stuck in the same place. Even if on the surface, it looks like you're doing all of the right things. If you've got this inner turmoil and you've got this inner mean girl that is set on destroying you and you're not willing to go to battle against her, not much is going to change. There might be small successes here or there, and I know because I've been in that spot. I would have success in my life in some area, and then I would sit with myself and realize that it never felt like enough. I still felt like a failure even with the successes, and that was because I was not, up until that point, I was not willing to sit with those heavy thoughts. I just wanted to push them to the side. I just wanted to pretend that my inner mean girl didn't exist. And we are done running from the heaviest parts of ourselves. I know that might be what you're used to, but it doesn't mean that that is what we are allowing to continue. So from right now, from this point forward, I need you to join me in truly committing to healing and growing and listening to those self-sabotaging thoughts, hearing your inner mean girl, maybe writing that stuff down and then starting to challenge it. Replace those negative thoughts with something more positive. If there's a negative thought that's telling you that you're stupid, I want you to write down all of the accomplishments that you've had related to anything that shows you're not stupid. I don't care how big or how small it is, challenge it. And if this feels uncomfortable at first, good. That means it's working. The moments in my life where I was the most terrified or I felt the most unprepared, but I moved forward anyway, that's when I saw the most success. And I promise that's when you are going to see the most success. So allow it to be uncomfortable. So if you are true 
totally committed to changing your life, I need you to take some time today to work on this. Work on it this week. Shoot me an email if you have any questions. Hey Maggie at weprevail.biz and I need you to know that you got this. And I'm here with you every step of the way. So let's make this an amazing week. Let's crush this beyond belief. And I will catch you on the flip side.